Welcome to Deeper Dive. I'm your host, Jay Wald, and this is podcast brought to you by Plantation SDA Church. This is season three, episode 13. Uh, I, the other lady that's with me who makes everything possible is Dawn, and she's still recovering. So we want to continue to keep her in our prayers. I want to thank our podcast listeners for taking the time out to listen to us on whatever social media you may use. Um, any questions, comments, and concerns you may have, please contact us via WhatsApp at 954-388-8780. Now, today we have a very special guest, and I believe this is his first time on podcast of uh, Deeper Dive. Uh, I understand that he, right now he is the president of the Florida Conference. He's once been a teacher, a youth elder, a youth leader, pastor. Um, I think he's vice president of the Spanish ministry uh, conference, even assistant to the president. And now he is in that place today. I am want to announce and introduce Pastor Alan Machado. Welcome, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Brother Wolf. What you a pleasure welcome. it is for me to be with you and with the audience and to participate. <laughs> it is um, it is a blessing. Thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you for taking the time. And we want to thank you for uh, bringing the word this past Sabbath. But before we get underway, let's start off with a word of prayer. Yes. Father God, thank you once again, Lord, for the opportunity you've given us, Lord, the resources, Lord, you give us to uh, bring forth your word, Lord, that we will be vessels, Lord, that someone anywhere out there will listen to the message and let it prick their hearts, Lord, to let them understand why you came, Lord. You came to give us life and life more abundantly. Continue to bless this podcast, Lord, and all the components that work together. Thank you so much for what you've done. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. All right, Pastor. Thank you very much for coming on that. Um, I think last time I remember you were, I think you were at Plantation. If I'm not correct, they had a town hall. You remember that? I do remember, yes. It was uh, race relations? <laughs> That's right. That's right. Okay, okay. Just want to remember if my memory is good. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I remember I remember that. Okay. That was that was a good, good session. Um, how's Elsa and how's the children doing? We're doing good. Uh, my my son is already back in Andrews. Okay. Uh, my oldest son and his wife they live in uh, Loma Linda in California. Uh, nice area. I heard it's a nice area. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're studying over there in our university, and then uh, my daughter is with us here in Orlando, and she's doing great. So, yeah. <laughs> good to hear. Good to hear. Um, I just wanted to say the the sermon title was "We Walk by Faith." Can you tell me why you chose that title at this time? I chose the title because there is a question that was posed by Jesus himself, mm -hmm. questioning if by his second coming, uh, would Jesus find faith on earth? That was mm -hmm. the, premise, the premise or the question, uh, the inductive uh, uh, approach to the, to the sermon on Sabbath. And my, um, my answer to the question um, was given by, by the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, say, uh, uh, verse 7, um, where he says that we walk by faith, not by sight. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And then, then my um, my argument was that in order for the people of God, as we approach the second coming of Jesus, within the context of Jesus' question, um, he was talking about his second coming. When the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on earth? Mm-hmm. I, 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 um, I argued and I, I share with the church that um, we are going to have to learn to walk by faith, not by sight, even more um, as we go through the the things that we are seeing in the world today, um, preparing the world for the second coming of Jesus. My, my, My point was that we have come up to here with, um, a faith that we have developed over previous experiences. Right. But from this point on, I believe the Lord is going to require uh, more from us. Um, a, a, um, an attitude of uh, surrender that we have never experienced before. Right. A, a, um, an attitude um, of uh, prayer more than we have ever developed uh, before. And an attitude um, in terms of faith and trust that probably we never were tested or was tested before in, in terms of um, how, how far are we willing to go with the Lord in our journey um, in faith with him and trust and, and um, as we surrender our will to God's will. I do believe that in the last times, the, the church and the, the saints and the people of God, we, uh, we are going to be required again to exercise um, a, a more intimate relationship with the Lord. Okay. My my um, comment has to is validated by the Bible. When you go to a Revelation of Jesus Christ, you're going to find that the generation, the generation that is going to see Jesus coming in the clouds of heaven, is going to be a generation that has an intimate, such an intimate relationship with the Lord that they know God in ways that um, only that generation will. And they will be given a new name and they will be singing a new song. And uh, they are going to go through um, the persecution and they're going to go through the things that are uh, described in the Bible by the prophets and by Jesus himself. Uh, Destruction, persecution, famine, uh, pandemics, plagues, um, and in order to be able to endure and to persevere in the faith, we're going to have to develop a a closer uh, and more intimate relationship with the Lord, um, and that was, I would say, the the um, the theme or or the topic of my sermon last Sabbath. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I noticed that you 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 added a little bit more to it because it was not only talking to the disciples, as you said, he was talking to us as a church. Yes. 
to, to so, find us. Yes, go ahead. So in, in the context of Luke um, chapter uh, 17 and 18, Jesus is describing the, the world um, um, that is going to, to be um, experienced by his second coming. So the question was basically um, asked of the disciples in a rhetoric way, but if, in my opinion, for us, is more like a rhetorical question. It's a real yeah. question. Mm -hmm. Uh, we do believe we're living in the last times. We do believe that what we're seeing in the world today is kind of um, fulfilling everything that the, the Jesus and, and the Bible foretold. Mm -hmm. uh, and and uh, as um, students of prophecy, uh, the Adventist Church has been preaching this for 160 years. Yeah. And, um, as we look around and we see um, wars and pandemics and um, uh, destruction and and also uh, social unrest and and political um, uh, divides and and we we see how uh, we're living uh, in in the in times that resemble the times of Noah. You know, we call good things, bad, bad things, and, and we call bad things, good things, you know? Yeah. Think about the, um, think about the society today and the, how our society is kind of in decline, moral, ethical, in the ethical aspect. Um, what is family today defined by yeah. our society? What is marriage today defined by our, by our society? So, so, I, I I believe and I uh, I think I agree with uh, the students of the Bible and the scholars that this world is fast approaching its end. Uh, I do believe that and and again I I wanted to convey the need for the faithful ones, the mm -hmm. disciples of Jesus, to develop this faith. Uh, in a way that um, we're called to uh, keep moving, even when we don't know where we're going. That is faith. Yes, it is. That's, that's the faith that is required of the people of God today. Uh, faith that um, is going to um, help us understand that there is more than what we can see. There, there's always a bigger picture. And, and that requires of us to continue walking by faith. And, and, the, and I, as I, um, I wanted to emphasize last Sabbath, uh, we're going to have to learn to trust God, even, and this is the hard one, even when we cannot see God working. Yeah. It doesn't mean that God is not working. It means that we are not seeing it. We don't perceive it. And uh, for that, we're going to have a new level of faith, mm -hmm. new level of commitment, a new level of uh, trust that the people of God in the last times, we are going to have to develop um, this new way of, um, uh, of intimate relationship with the Lord to the point that we're going to press on. We're going to continue moving forward. 
We're going to trust the Lord even when we don't understand many things. And we're going to trust the Lord even when sometimes we don't see him working, you know. So I believe that with that, you can answer many, many questions. Yeah. Why are we going through the things we're going? Why are we going through so much injustice in the world? Why are we going through so much unfairness? And um, why are people hating each other so much? Why are we so divided? Why are people dying because of illnesses and, and pandemics? Why are people um, hungry? Why? I mean, you, you can answer those questions, I believe, with um, the understanding of what was foretold by the prophets and by understanding that we need to keep moving, even though we don't see the bigger picture. And we're going to have to trust God that he remains in control. Does that make sense? <laughs> it does make sense. What my thing is, is that as times gets more peril uh -huh. in our lives, yeah. and then you, all of a sudden you get this blind faith come up. This, yeah. I, I mean, think about that. Yes. And you're trying, I mean, I, I think about what you said when Jesus Christ was, um, was uh, on the cross and he didn't answer his son. That's serious faith. Yes, <laughs> yes. And I'm I, like, I wanted to, I wanted to take our discussion to the Garden of uh, the Gethsemane mm -hmm. because um, there, when when I'm asking us, the faithful ones, chosen ones, to trust the Lord, even when we don't see God working. Mm -hmm. I wanted to uh, take us to that moment when Jesus is asking the Father um, if the Father um, would give him an exit. You know, <laughs> I I don't want to die. I don't want to drink the cup. Would right. You, would you, you know, at this moment, one day before, Hours before the crucifixion, he was crucified around nine in the morning. Mm -hmm. This is happening Thursday night. Hours before the crucifixion, Jesus is basically asking the Father to change the plan. Yeah. So I don't want to die. Is there any other way? Uh, I don't want to drink the cup. Uh, at this hour, would you change the plan? A plan that was design even before the the world was uh created right yeah you go to you go to first peter and peter is saying that we were redeemed not by gold or silver silver or gold but with the precious blood of jesus given to us even before the foundation of the world so hours before his death his crucifixion jesus is asking his father to change the plan mm -hmm. <laughs> So he couldn't see his father working at that moment. Right. He was sweating blood. He was pleading with the father. The weight of our sin was on him, his heart, breaking his heart, breaking his soul. And he could not bear the weight of our sin, sinful nature. And he's saying, this is, this is too much, father. Is there any other way? Do you want to change the plan? I don't want to drink this cup. And the father answered with silence. In yes. other words, we're not changing the plan just hours before. 
the execution of the plan. You are going to have to walk. You know, you're going yeah. to have to carry that cross. You're going to have to allow yourself to be crucified. And, uh, and Jesus understood. Silence was everything he needed at that moment. It, that is true. The question is, when God does not answer according to our will, according to our expectations, are we willing to say what Jesus said? But Father, as, you know, in, in a total surrender, a total yes. attitude of surrender, but Father, not my will, but your will be done. That is the type of faith or that kind of faith, the faith that we're going to need if, mm -hmm. we, if we want to uh, persevere, if we want to be part of the group that is going to see Jesus coming in the clouds, because things are not going to get better. And we know that. Christians know that. Yeah, we do. So we should we not nurture false expectations or as a preachers or or um those that preach the bible or teach the bible we we should not create this sense of safety that is not in the gospels it's not in the gospels you don't find that in the bible um as a matter of fact um what you find in the bible is that god is going to help you endure mm -hmm. Be with you even when you're going through difficult times, when you're going through the valley of death, when you're going through pandemics, when you're going, that's what you find in the Bible. Right. You need to be careful, um, Brother Wald, with this uh, conception or, or this concept of uh, once you become a Christian, everything is rosy and everything is, is going to be okay. We need to be careful <laughs> with that because yeah. that is not the gospel. That is not what you find in the Bible. Um, uh, so we are going to have to exercise faith, and we're going to have to learn to trust in the Lord, and we're going to have to walk even when we don't see where we're going. Yeah. I had a question for you. You, yes. well, you made a comment in your sermon yesterday. It mm -hmm. really stuck out. It says, "Faith begins when man's power ends." Yes. Yes. Elaborate on that a little bit more. I it, like it could that. Not, it could not be other, any other way. <laughs> in order in order for faith to be faith, uh, it could not be any other way. I, I believe it was um, George Mueller, the one that um, uh, mentioned, I was, I was quoting him when he said, um, um, faith begins where man's power ends. Yes. Um, this is the meaning of that. Um, powerful statement um in order for faith to be faith then mm -hmm. it is outside your abilities your capabilities your strength your way of um the recent things it has to be outside that realm of the things that you can control mm -hmm. so faith um faith does not operate in the things you can control faith is revealed and operates um in the impossible yeah not in the possible you know so and and again i go back to the premise of my my message when jesus comes would he find faith on yes the earth? and that's that's the question because um 
we live in a world where we are we want to reason everything we want to be able to find answers to everything we want to be able to fix everything <laughs> we want to be able to um, understand everything um, we want to be able to um, to create um, new realities but um, faith does not operate in what you and I can do faith operates outside um what uh, we're able to do so um there is no glory for god he said there's no glory for god in what which is humanly possible in other words if you're able to do it if you have the intelligence if you have the strength if you have the resources if you can there's, do no, it, need. <laughs> there's no need there's no need for faith um, yeah. But if, if you're trying to if you're trying to build a school and you don't have the resources and you don't find the place and every time every time you try I'm, I'm talking about our our members our dear members there in Broward we have been trying to open a an academy there in the area for years mm -hmm. and 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 every time we we knock at a door or we look for um, opportunities it seems more impossible so we're going to have to exercise faith of course so so how how do we exercise faith in this in this practical example well we're going to prepare we're going to save resources we're going to talk to the churches we're going to talk to the pastors we don't we don't know where we're going to land we don't know the place that god that god has already um you know um prepare for us we don't we don't yeah. know how the academy is going to look like we we don't know how we're going to find the resources but one thing i can tell you and that is that we're going to have an academy in broward amen and we claim it there you by go. faith we claim it because the lord listens to us and the lord knows our our hearts and the lord knows that we are giving it our best even though when it seems impossible we claim it and we walk by faith and we're saving resources we're talking to pastors we're talking to parents stakeholders in the community we are looking for a place and 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 that is the only way that i can um explain how we walk by faith if you're if you're trying to build a church and and you see that every everything is very expensive and 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 it is getting complicated with the city and you don't have the permits and and you don't know where to start claim it yes. you're going to build it because that's what the lord is maybe waiting for us to surrender to him as a key word that's the key word right there that's the key word surrender yes god will give us what he wants according to his will once we surrender to him amen um and and the and this um theme this concept of we walk by faith not by sight mm -hmm. is something that we need to embrace we need to we need to start putting these words into into practice and we're going to have to start behaving um in faith and by faith because um faith and i i never i didn't go there last sabbath i didn't want to expand more on the topic 
Okay. This is a good opportunity. Faith is not a noun. Faith is an action. It's a verb. Yes, that's right. Yeah. When when you translate the the word um, um, the word that was used by Jesus, um, and you translate it into English, it becomes a noun, right? Pistis or pisteo is the word in Greek. Pisteo is a verb. It's an action. Mm -hmm. When you go when you go to um, Hebrews chapter eleven, this is what you you reading there. Now faith is the confidence of what we hope for and assurance yeah. about what we don't see. And then you start reading a long list of examples. Mm -hmm. By faith, we understand. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering. By faith, Enoch was taken uh, from this life. By faith, Noah, um, out of, you know, out of the blue, he came and, 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 um, and build an ark by faith, Abraham, by faith. But what you're reading in there is not a noun. It's, it's no. a word. In, in other words, because of action, because of they believed, they stood up, they uh, started walking towards the unknown, they started building, they started mm -hmm. conquering, they started by, by faith. Um, faith is never a noun or passive yes. um, in the scripture. And it should never be passive in the life of Christians. It should always be um, uh, action. It should yes. always be a, a verb, pisteo, right? It's like um, you don't say to your wife, I have love for you. You say, yeah. I love you. I love you, yeah, because it's, uh, it's an action. Yes. Yes, it's an action. I love you. But when we when we use the word faith, we say I have faith. Mm -hmm. We never say I faith. Okay. When you read in the Bible, what you read in the Bible is I pisteo, I faith. Okay. I love, right? Okay. Okay. Yes, that's important that I that I, I bring this topic uh, for discussion so that our um audience is able to meditate on it. It is always something that needs to be done you need to move into action that's what you said even okay. even when you don't see exactly ahead of you exactly i, I, I want to ask you a question about claim it um, and you move forward yes yes right thank you i want to ask you a question what are some of the ways that you would actually say like a new believer and they're mm -hmm. low on their faith mm -hmm. you know because they're not doing that action they're doing more of this worrying not seeing what were some of the ways you would just tell them to increase their faith well that's that was the request of the disciples increase our faith <laughs> <laughs> okay when jesus said when, when the son comes and the son of man comes will he find faith on earth and they answer yes increase our faith um i would say uh brother world that new believers they exercise maybe more faith than <laughs> those that have been in the faith for many many years right faith tends to decline with knowledge of i would say um knowledge of um, um the bible 
mm-hmm. uh, knowledge of traditions, knowledge of the things I have to do and the things that I don't have to do. Mm-hmm. So I, I would I would argue that a person that has been in the faith for 30 years needs to be very careful because mm-hmm. that person might not be exercising faith, but traditions. Ah. That that person might be behaving based on what now he or she knows after being in the faith for in the church for thirty yeah, years. Right, right. And uh, this person is already, um, I would say, convinced of the things that um, they have to do and the things that they need to avoid. And and uh, we need to be careful when we try to structure faith and behavior. Mm-hmm. I do believe that the first love, that's how Revelation calls up the, uh, those that come to Jesus, that first love is beautiful. You, mm-hmm. It requires a lot of faith because of the, for new believers, uh, coming to Jesus uh, means that they are going to have to go through a, a metamorphosis, transformation. Yes. They, they are leaving a lot of things behind, friends, family, sometimes, uh, behaviors, learned behaviors, right? Mm-hmm. They, they are submitting their will to God's will, and they are uh, conducting themselves according to God's principle. And there is a lot. For that, you need a lot of faith. I, I would suggest that the problem of those that are in the church and believe that they know all and they have all the answers and they have a, a lot of faith, you'll find the description of these people in the Revelation when Jesus is talking to the church that yeah. um, reflects our times. And, and there you find it. Um, He says, you say I am rich, Mm -hmm. and I have acquired wealth, and I don't don't need anything. I don't need a thing, says my version here. Uh, But you don't realize that you are um, pitiful, poor, blind, and naked. Yeah, we are. It's a person person that is uh, anchored more in traditions and self- um, exaltation than in faith. I would say that. Let us let us be aware of that. And 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 then the the message finishes like this: Jesus is knocking at the door, mm-hmm. saying, "If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in." Now the question is, in terms of faith, in terms of the context of what we're talking about, is Jesus knocking at the door of non-believers? Or is Jesus knocking at the door of those that um, of those that have been in church forever? Hmm. Good question. So based question. on based on the context of the message, Jesus is knocking at the door of Christians and those that call themselves Christians that they believe they have the answers and they have acquired wealth and they are rich and they can see. And the the, the message is not for unbelievers mm-hmm. or new believers. The message is for those that 
belief they have all the answers right and and, and but but jesus is outside yeah jesus, jesus is not in their hearts jesus is knocking outside asking pleading requesting allow me allow me come in and if you open the door i will dwell with you he did say that i i, I will be with you and that's the that's another exercise of faith. That's how we make it relevant or or real in our lives. <laughs> you're asking, Brother Wald, you're asking very good questions. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Just some of the things I do. You know, as I um sometimes, you know, no matter who we are, no matter our status, you know, our faith does wilter from time to time. Mm -hmm. And what's always great for me is community. That's what's always been great for me. The brothers, yeah. you know, yeah. your wife, you mm -hmm. know, someone that's in the faith, they're supposed to build you up. But we know we have the ultimate rock that mm -hmm. we can go to. Yep. And, you know, I think about some of the stories, you know, I go back to like Daniel and the Hebrew boys. I go to like Je Joshua and Caleb, mm -hmm. um, Job, uh, mm -hmm. Abraham and Sarah, Sarah, mm -hmm. David. You know, these are stories of ultimate faith. Yeah ultimate phase because you said it best we are all going to get tested at one time and mm -hmm. you know it's all about worship mm -hmm. and you know we're going to have that that faith has to be my goodness you know <laughs> and it's, it's just it's just wonderful to know that that god did what he did on the cross to give us this life but Amen. for now he's given us this journey of faith and it's ever increasing that's Amen. what we need to do Amen. Ever yeah. increasing faith. Amen. Yes. Yeah. And every a person that you mentioned, um, they have their journey. Yes. Um, and they they were not faithful <laughs> all the time. I, I thought that they learned to trust in the Lord. I always say it this way. Um, I never say I trust the Lord or I trust God. I always say it this way. I'm learning to trust in God. Amen. It is a journey. And the more, the more you trust him, the more you learn to trust him. You mm -hmm. and, and the more you see him working in your, in your life, in your real experiences and difficulties and challenges the more you you learn to continue trusting him and and the bigger the the um the situation uh is or or the bigger the challenge the bigger the the the, the closest you learn to to be with god in an intimate relationship with god so so your faith your trust in god is proportional to the challenges you went through in life right right that is true that is true. If you go through um, difficult situations, if you are asked to exercise your faith, if you're asked to trust in the Lord, even when you don't understand what is happening, that creates a um, an attitude of um, reverence and an attitude of uh, surrender. Gratitude. Yes. Yeah. Ah, ah. And, and 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 then uh you, you are in, in this intimate relationship with with God in a way that is unbreakable. Nothing like Paul says, nothing, nothing is going to separate me from Amen. the love of God. Amen. And this is a man that went through everything. He did. Uh, he you know, he was 
stoned three times. He, he was uh, chipwrecked three times. Mm-hmm. Uh, lost in open sea for a day and a half. I'm, 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 I'm saying what he says. You yeah. know, I, I, I have been persecuted by the Jews. I've been persecuted by the people in the church. I've been persecuted by Gentiles. Mm-hmm. I, I have, I have, I know what is hunger. I know what is thirst. I know what is thirty nine latches minus one. Yeah. <laughs> And and then he says, and I don't have the luxury, not even of getting sick. Mm -hmm. He says that. And in addition to all of that, um, I have this concern, this constant concern for the church. Yes. And and then he says, well, it doesn't matter. None of that is going to separate me from my Lord and my God. from the love of God, so this is this is a this is a person that, in, in in my opinion, has reached that level of confidence and trust in the Lord, where nothing, nothing is going to shake him up. Nothing. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Even to the point of death, it doesn't matter. That's right, and he gave his life. He gave he his life. He yes. did. He For did. Lord. And our Lord, yeah. And as. You know, and sometimes we'll probably be retested. Maybe to that degree, I don't know. But mm. we will be tested. We'll, well be tested. The Lord says that for the love of his children, many of us will go to rest so that we don't have to go through um, the, the times of persecution and times that are described in the Bible as very difficult time. Yes. But, but, but also, the, the, but God also says, for the love of my children, I will make these last times um, quickly. I will, I, will, I will, all of that will happen quickly so that they don't, so that yeah. they don't suffer. Yeah. He's gonna okay. he's gonna wrap it up. He's gonna That's, wrap it up pretty much. Exactly. He's going, to, he's going to move fast. Um it is. It is. we're seeing it, brother. Well, mm-hmm. we're seeing it. Yeah. I do. You're exactly right. But I, I want to thank you. Thank you, um, Pastor. It's just the fact you're taking your time to talk to us about faith because that's what we need every day. You know, faith is a relationship with Jesus, regardless, nothing else. Mm-hmm. And we Amen. have to have that intention. I want to thank you. For just giving us a message this past Sabbath. Yes. And I want to continue to pray for you and your family that you will continue because I like what Pastor McCoy said. You have a pastor's heart. <laughs> That's wonderful. And yes. Pastor Jen, she loves you. She loves you. <laughs> she adores you, man. Um, I love them too. And I, I do care for the church. And I I do uh, wake up every morning saying, Lord, how is it that I can serve you better? Yeah best and um and again um we walk uh, by faith sometimes sometimes we don't have the answers but we persevere and that is that is what the lord is requiring of us it's, it's just to persevere you know That's true. Just keep pressing on. yeah i think keep it's pressing a, on. i think it's a mark in the um in the um experience of a uh spiritually mature christian when you see someone that perseveres um i i 
I appreciate that so much. Pastor, I'm going through difficult times, uh, but but I'm here. I'm here. Amen. I trust the Lord. The Lord is going to be with me. I we need to we need to appreciate that, you know. Yeah. Uh, that's a testimony of someone. It is that is um, that uh, that has found peace mm-hmm. uh, in in the uh, in learning in learning to trust in the Lord. <laughs> That's right. No, no matter the midst of your situation, I exactly. do thank you. Exactly, Machado. Thank you. Thank you yes. for taking the time out. Um, as we always do, we ask our speakers to uh, close sure. with a word of prayer. Yes. Yes. Dear Father, increase our faith. Yes. We want to learn to trust you, Father, in every experience, in everything that um, we go through in life. We know that you are molding us, you're shaping us to be the best of what we could be. We know that, Lord, because you say it in the Bible. Um, for those that love Jesus, for those that love God, everything work for the best. Because you're trying to develop the character of Jesus in our lives. Father, thank you, because it is this faith, the faith in Jesus, what keeps us moving forward. Without knowing where we're going sometimes, without understanding everything. And even when we don't see with human eyes, what you're doing, that you're working. But we trust you, Lord. We trust that you are in control and you're in control of the bigger picture, even the things that we don't see. And we trust, Father, that you're working in our lives to produce joy and peace and a sense of reconciliation with you and salvation. Thank you, Father, for Jesus, our Lord. And... um, we finish our prayer with the same, the same request of the disciples. Increase our faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Pastor so Charlie, I want to thank you. And I also want to tell our podcast listeners to listen to your full sermon. They can go to Plantation SDA Church YouTube channel or simply go to PlantationSDA.tv. But you can also subscribe to the YouTube channel to be notified of all upcoming live streams and programs. And lastly, you can pick your favorite podcast, which is deeperdive.plantationsda.tv. In other words, you need to hit that like button. So, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Brother World, and thank you for what you're doing. Uh, the church is beautiful. You're doing amazing. And um I know the Lord is going to get us through and we are going to flourish and we're going to fulfill our mission because God is with us. <laughs> yes, he said it to the end of age. I want to okay. thank you. Blessing to your family. Yes. Thank you again. I hope to see you, see, see you soon in the area. You know, see blessings you to you. Yes. Okay? Okay. Thank you, my brother. Blessings to you. Thank you. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. And today we're going to be celebrating the, the rest of the month of March. Uh, we have... 27th, Grace Carverton. Oh, I wonder where she's at nowadays. I haven't seen her in a while. Um, also, the 31st, we have Dora Allen and the Lorraine Blake. So guess what? Those are two wonderful ladies here at Plantation. We wish them much, much, much beautiful birthdays. And let them be blessed by the Holy Spirit. I want to thank you. Enjoy.